Hey there, welcome to the Life Organized Podcast, where you can learn how to organize your life so you've got time to focus on what matters most. I'm your host, Jenny Layton, and today you're listening to episode number eight, When Done is Better Than Perfect. I am so glad we get to have this conversation today. I think this perfectionism topic is one of the most important mindsets that we can integrate in any part of our lives, especially when it comes to getting organized. So I actually am going to start by telling you something that I didn't think I would ever share with anyone. It's kind of funny when you podcast or when you coach or speak, all of your life experiences suddenly seem to come to the surface and you can see that they can teach people and help people. So here's the thing. I'm human and I know I make a lot of mistakes and I don't do everything right. And you'll certainly hear that today as I talk. But if it can help you avoid some mistakes, then I'm all about sharing it. So so here we go. I'm going to pull back the curtains on this podcasting experience for me kind of early on. We're still pretty early on, but this is way back at episode two, because here's the deal. Starting a podcast, there is a lot to do and a lot to think about. What are you going to call it? What's your format going to be? How often will you release it? What do your show notes look like? All of those pieces, and it all went really well, and I recorded my first episode, and I loved it. And then I ran into a brick wall with episode number two. It just completely blindsided me. So here's the thing. It's a Friday afternoon. I start recording this episode and I don't really like how it's going. So I stop and start re-recording it. And then I do it again and then again and then again. And it just seemed to be getting worse as time went on. And I didn't know what the matter was, but I mean, I restarted a lot of times like more than 10, like maybe even more than 20. And I'm not even going to tell you exactly what the number was because it may have even been a lot more than that. (laughs) That's the part I will keep secret. But what I want to let you know is that I felt so stuck and I started getting so worried. I just thought, you know, I'm talking about home base. Like home base is that topic I teach to every client. I Every stage I speak on, I talk about home base. I could teach this in my sleep. So what's the deal that I can't talk about this in my podcast? Maybe I'm not going to be a very good podcaster. Maybe this whole podcasting thing isn't for me. So my mind was spiraling. I knew I needed to take a break, step away, decompress, and take a look at it later. So I did. I took the weekend off and come Monday morning, kind of with a fresh mind, I sat down to look at it. I know as a coach, If something's not making sense, you just need to look at it a little deeper and it will make perfect sense. So uh, with a clear mind, I started looking through this to see what had caused such a problem, what was going on here. So as I started digging through some of those thoughts and those feelings that weren't comfortable, weren't easy to look at, it suddenly hit me. I knew exactly what was going on. I was trying to make episode two perfect. Home base is such a fundamental concept, as I said before. I really wanted people to get it. I really wanted them to love it, to understand it, to use it. And then as I got even more honest with myself, I realized that if they didn't, if it wasn't a good episode, I started to get a little scared. Maybe they wouldn't like the podcast. Maybe if people don't like the podcast, they won't like the coaching that I do. And maybe if they don't like the coaching that I do, maybe it means I'm not very good at what I'm doing. Can you see what my brain started to do? See, that's the thing with when you want to make something perfect. 
If you look behind the curtains, you look at what's really going on, there's all sorts of fear mashed up in that. You know, one of the early mentors that I had, Tiffany Peterson, said something once. I think she was quoting. She said, perfectionism is just fear in really good shoes. And I think that captures it perfectly. I've always loved that definition of perfectionism because it's true. Perfectionism has this appearance of looking really good. Who wouldn't want perfectionism? Who wouldn't want to be perfect? Who wouldn't want a perfect house or a perfect family or a perfect body or perfect podcast episode? On the surface, that looks awesome. But when you think about getting to perfection, what does that look like? Getting to perfection requires you to keep trying and you never quite feel like you have it good enough until you're finally just exhausted and have to concede. I don't love perfectionism. Now, I like a high standard, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but perfectionism is a trap. It reels us in with this idea that if we try harder and harder, that we can be perfect, or that what we're doing can be good enough, and that it might compensate for somewhere that we really feel insecure. It's just not the way to go about it. Another way that I like to look at perfectionism is I call it the GPS system from the twilight zone. Here's what I mean by that. Have you ever been driving in your car using your GPS system to get somewhere and you think you're headed to a wedding reception or a new friend's house or something, but you end up somewhere totally random and weird? The GPS was off, kind of like this GPS system from the twilight zone. I had that happen to me in the last week, two times. It was so interesting. I was driving to meet someone and it was about an hour away. And by the time I got there, GPS told me I was there, but I was in the middle of some field. <laughs> so that was not working for me, all right? Uh, just last night, I was driving my daughter to a basketball game. And instead of pulling up to the gym, which I'd never been there before, it was a new place to go. I was at some like event center with like stalls for livestock, like a rodeo place. Totally not where I was trying to go. The GPS had given me bad directions. Perfectionism gives you bad directions. It's a GPS system from the twilight zone. It takes you down streets, telling you that this is the way to get to your destination, but you never really arrive. And that's because perfectionism can't ever really happen. It's not a real thing. Perfect doesn't really exist. But let me tell you what does. Done exists. And so the mantra that we use when we get caught in perfectionism is done is better than perfect. I love this mindset. It's so important. It competes with the prevailing mindset that I bet you've got this somewhere in you. See if you can finish this sentence. If you can't do something right, how do you finish that sentence? Then don't do it at all. If you can't do a job right, you shouldn't do it at all. I totally disagree. I think that is so limiting. Again, because it keeps you chasing after an outcome that you can't ever really attain. This is one of those weeds that we were talking about in episode one. If you caught episode one, if you haven't, I think it's a really good one to go back and listen to, where I talked about how my daughter was pulling weeds and they would grow right back because she didn't ever really get to the roots. Well, if you're seeing some results in your life you don't like, I would bet perfectionism has a lot to do with it. And we, that's a nasty root that we've got to pull out. And here's how we do it. We replace it with done is better than perfect. 
And let's talk a little bit about that mindset to see if you feel a little more comfortable shifting into that camp. And I hope you will, because there's a lot of peace that comes from it. Okay, done is better than perfect is amazing because done is real. Done is a place you can really get to. Perfectionism, not so much. It just keeps you chasing down roads, right? Think about how much effort you spend trying to get something from good enough to perfect. It's a lot of wasted time and energy in there because you know what? Good enough is good enough. In the long run, that's going to be just fine. And I just hate to think about all of that extra precious time and effort that you could be spending to do other things that really matter instead of letting perfectionism kind of drive you to make sure that what you're doing or how you look or how people are perceiving you is good enough. Let's be really honest about what's going on there. Remember with my podcast episode, there was some fear in there. Every time we've got perfection issue, perfection issues coming up, if you look deep enough, you'll find some kind of fear, some kind of fear that somewhere, someone who doesn't have anything better to do is looking at you, hoping to catch something that you've done so that they can point out how you aren't quite up to par because they don't have anything better to do, right? They don't have their own lives to be living. Why are we trying to please those kinds of people? Those are not the kind of people we want to surround ourselves with. And it feels good to have people approve, sure. I mean, that's a human thing. We're all going to feel that. But that's an awful lot of time and energy to put into place just so that someone somewhere might think that we're okay. This idea that we have to compensate for some inadequacy by just appearing good enough to other people. This is a topic we're going to explore further. I can feel the need for it. I love this conversation when we get into worth and identity. But for the sake of today, I want to come back to done is better than perfect is the right way to move on from this mindset because done lets us move on. It doesn't hold us hostage to voices in our head that tell us that it has to look a certain way. Another one of my mantras that I use in my coaching is the, th the thing that messes us up the most is the picture in our head of what it's supposed to look like. And as we talk a little bit more about done is better than perfect today, I think you're going to hear how that picture in our head comes up and does hold us hostage, keep us stuck. We wanna release that by being able to say, hey, listen, done is better than perfect. As one of my students said once, and I love this, she said, done is fun. And I totally agree because done means you're not obsessing over details, don't matter in the end. Okay, so I think one of the most important things to do here is to be able to recognize when you're in perfectionism Okay, so when you think about that analogy earlier of wanting to get at the roots when we're weeding so that the weeds don't grow back, you can only get at the roots when you come into contact with them. Okay, so you can only get rid of the perfectionism when you notice that you're in it. So having that awareness that you're in it is super important. Okay, so how do we know we're in perfectionism? Well, we're in perfectionism when we start to feel stuck or maybe a little crazy a little uptight and anxious when we're working on something and it's not going the way we want it to go and we're trying harder and harder but things seem to get worse and again we just have that feeling of stuck that's perfectionism it's a big cue we got to get out of it okay so then what do we do well we're going to implement the new mantra done is better than perfect and we're going to give ourselves permission to just walk away with whatever it is however it looks 
and know that that in the long run is going to benefit us more than getting stuck in that place where we feel like we're trapped and have to just keep doing it better. All right, let's talk about just a few examples of what this might look like in your real life. Okay, I'm going to start out by talking about organizing a space because I think a lot of us have this in common. This is why we come to this podcast initially as we think we're going to organize our space. Hopefully you're learning that you're going to organize a lot more than space. So we'll talk about several different kinds of examples, but we'll start with the example of you maybe organizing a space like your pantry or your closet or a cupboard or something. Okay, I see the perfectionistic uh, mindset start to trip people up as they're trying to decide, should I keep this or shouldn't I? You know, when you're cleaning things out and you need to get rid of some clutter, is this something I'm going to need or not? I'm trying to make that perfect decision of, you know, I paid good money for it. Will I regret it? Will I need it later? Um, That can really get people off track and keep them from either organizing or moving on in their project. Another place that I see it come up is thinking about trying to get something to the right person you know the perfect person like maybe this is a really good thing i don't want to just give it give it away to the thrift store donate it um i really want to give this to someone who's going to appreciate it and then in trying to find the perfect person we now have clutter sitting there as you're looking for that perfect person and the longer we wait to finish that project the more likely we won't finish it so that starts to get in the way a little bit another aspect I see this show up is when we're looking for containers for the project that we're working on. You know, just this idea that I want to find the perfect container. I'm working hard. I really want this to work really well for me can get us stuck in that perfectionism so that when we go to the store or we're looking online and there's all the options, we get a little paralyzed, you know, not knowing which one to pick. So just recognizing that that perfectionism again shows up and starting to feel kind of stuck and slowing you down and wanting to make a different choice. And we'll go over kind of in just a minute, I think we'll go through the perfectionism mindset in some scenarios and then we'll apply done is better than perfect and watch how it just can kind of resolve and allow you to move on. Okay. Okay. Another example I'm going to give you is in like a routine. So I have a lot of clients that want to start new routines in their lives. So, um, the home-based routine is a really good example, ironically, as we've been talking about home-based today. Um, wanting to start that routine and, and knowing that this is what I want it to look like and this is how it should go and I'm going to spend this amount of time and then the day doesn't go as planned and you don't have that amount of time and there's a curveball of running late from an appointment or needing to leave early for an appointment or the kids aren't cooperating or you have to work unexpectedly, like whatever it is, the perfectionistic mindset just throws their hands in the air and says, this isn't going to work. I can't do this or I'll start over tomorrow or I'll start over on Monday. That's always, okay, let's talk about that one. (laughs) I'll start over on Monday. What do you think of with that mentality? Probably if you've ever tried to get fit, lose weight, start an exercise program, that is the classic I'll start over on Monday example, isn't it? We start falling off the wagon a little bit. Again, you know, maybe you don't have time to do all your workouts and since you can't get a full workout in, then we just, I'll start over tomorrow or I'll start over on Monday. And do you see how that perfectionism sneaks in there and keeps you from getting it done? Listen, if you've got five minutes, I'm telling you five minutes of a brisk walk outside or doing some jumping jacks or a couple of yoga moves, that's going to benefit your body. And that's better than not doing anything at all. 
but perfectionism kind of overrides that and says, hey, it has to look a certain way. My diet has to look a certain way. My fitness program has to look a certain way. You know, let's, here's a can of worms, all right? Along that same line of thinking, how often do you do that in your parenting? You know, like I need to connect with my kids more. So it's going to look like this. I'm going to put them to bed and read them stories or we're going to sit and talk on the bed. And then the reality is maybe your teenagers don't want you in there at night, you know, or maybe you don't have the bandwidth to read the story to your kids that you'd plan to. And because it doesn't look like you wanted it to, and we start to think, well, I guess I'll do it later. I'll try it another night. All right. How does that serve us? Isn't a little bit better than nothing? Isn't doing and getting done with a little bit going to be better than chasing this illusion of perfection that just doesn't exist? We see that with our kids all the time. So we talked about connecting with them. How about disciplining them, either in behavior or with media? How often do we think, I need this big plan, you know, before I can really buckle down and hold them accountable? I need to sit and talk with them and we need to know what consequences are, needs to be planned out. Well, it's so hard to get to that point. You know, what if we just keep it simple, right? Or with technology, I think a lot of times you just, you know, what are the other moms doing and the other parents doing and um, what's realistic and what are the experts saying? And this is a really hard battle, right? It is. Uh, But what if we, what if we don't ever get that perfect plan? You know, what can we do in the meantime? Or I think the flip side of that is we have the perfect plan. We have researched it. We know how we want to discipline or we know how we want to do media. But then everybody's too overwhelmed by how much we're expecting. Again, the perfectionism shows up, right? Like it's too perfect. Everyone's got too many expectations. The kids are not responding well. And since it's not going the way in your head you thought it should go, it's easy to just let the whole thing go right? Okay. Let's apply done is better than perfect to all of this because this is just all a big mess, isn't it? Okay. So organizing a space, done is better than perfect. All right. When you find yourself getting stuck on whether you should let something go or who should have it, maybe we can just tell ourselves, I'm going to make my best decision I can, and I'm going to celebrate being done and moving on to the next step in organizing. Or I'm going to order these, these containers and whatever they are, however they turn out, they're going to contain my food in my pantry or they're going to hold my socks in the drawer or they're going to hold the Legos. And that's a huge improvement over what they are. This new clear container that's beautiful is a whole lot better than that old wicker basket I've been hating. It may not be perfect, but it's a lot better than it was. And great. Now I can be done with that project and go do something I really care about right? Okay. How about in your routine? This is such a big one. You know, that home base thing, you're going to have a lot of days that don't go according to plan. I've got a lot of strategies I want to share with you in that. We'll talk about it all in the Life Organized Membership coming in January, 2023. Link in the show notes. Um, I think you want to check that out. Um, But high level in this episode, home base, there are going to be days you only have five minutes. There's going to be days you have to do a really short version. Done's better than perfect. Just do what you can, and we're going to decide that that's done. We're going to, we're going to move on, and we're going to be grateful for what we've been able to do. Okay? Health plan. 
we can use that same example. You know, you've just got a few minutes. I think we talked about this already. Some jumping jacks, you know, a quick walk outside, get some sunshine. That's better than not doing anything at all. It It's like it puts a bookmark in your mind and in your energy that this is this is where I'm going to return to. Like, this is what I'm consistent with this. I'm not giving up. I'm not losing my place. I'm holding the space. I'm consistent and I'm regular. Done is so much better than perfect because done is realistic. Done is fun. Okay, and then finally with the kids, it would be nice to bond like they do in the stories or on the movies every night. It's not realistic not going to happen. It will happen sometimes, especially when they need it or when you need it. But other nights, a quick hug and I love you, that's going to be exactly what needs to be done and so much better than just giving up and not giving anything a try. Okay. Same with discipline, you know, parenting, the media, the screens. That's, that's a mess. I know it's hard. That's a big one to manage. We'll do episodes on this upcoming, but For the sake of this conversation, again, done's better than perfect. Do what you feel like you need to do in that moment and then give yourself a great big pat on the back. You're doing a good job. You're showing up. You care. That's enough. You can be done. You can walk away and find peace knowing that you did your very best. Okay. I think it's really important that you know that I'm not against putting forth really good effort and excellence. I'm not about being sloppy. I really want you to know I'm the opposite of being sloppy. I I don't want to just suggest that you become careless in what you're doing. But what I'm saying is that when you have your internal gauge, when you're starting to feel that overwhelm, you recognize you're shifting into perfectionism and that's not where you need to be. I think we put ourselves in that situation a lot. I'm going to throw out kind of my gut feel. There's no statistic or research to back this up. But I think in my coaching and what I see in life, I think we're overreacting to about 90% of the things that we're trying to do. I think we're looking at trying to get perfect in way too many aspects of our lives. I think good enough could apply to a lot of what we do. And as you're listening to this, I just want you to think through your life, think through situations where you might be overdoing things and ask yourself if you could just back off a little bit and still be okay. Another one of my favorite mentors that I've followed for a while is Jody Moore. She's got a podcast, Better Than Happy, which I think is really funny, by the way, because I've always thought I'm the happy gal, but she's better than happy. So I guess that tells you where we are (laughs) in the pecking order. Anyway, she's awesome. And one of the things that she said that I've really resonated with is that go for a B minus, you know, B minus is still passing. We don't need to get an A in everything. Now, I really, I'm a, I was a, I loved being a 4.0 student. That was great. But as I'm maturing and growing and learning how to be a happier person, I'm just recognizing that all that pressure I put on myself is not beneficial. And there are so many aspects of my life that I'm okay to be a B minus. And what a relief it is to just take the pressure off if it's something I don't truly enjoy. I'll tell you some of the things over the years that I used to put pressure on myself and I don't anymore. Okay, and this is just for me. I am not saying this is how you should be. What I'm saying is you recognize what you're good at and then recognize what you don't like and what you don't enjoy and take the pressure off. So for me, 
I've learned I don't really love hosting birthday parties. I mean, it's fun to have them. and I like do them for my kids, but I'm never going to spend a ton of time making it all look like what you see on Instagram and Pinterest that I am not that kind of a mom and I don't really care to be. It was such a relief to take that pressure off myself to try to stop trying to make that perfect and just allow myself to have a fun time throwing my child a cute little birthday party and done was way better than perfect for me. And this might surprise you too. I love sharing this with my audience because I think it's really important to know. I don't know how you see me. I don't know what you imagine my house might look like or everything that I do might look like. But I'm telling you, I am okay with a B minus in a lot of the ways that I run my home. Not everything, but a lot of ways. I have too many awesome things I want to go do to spend a lot of time getting perfectionistic about things. And I'm okay about that because there are places I want to show up as an A. I want to show up as an A in my self-care because feeling good means so much to me. I want to show up as an A emotionally and mentally for my kids to help them process through life because you know what? I'm a coach and I know the value that that can be for people to have that good mindset. I want to show up for my clients because I want to help them live a life they love. And I know when I show up for them in my best, the miracles that can happen. But here's the thing. Even when I'm showing up as an A, I have to remember 90% is still an A. I'm still not going for 100% because I know when I get caught in that trap, I start to feel stuck. And just like that podcast episode, things start to get worse and worse. All right, so here it all is in a nutshell. Episode two is fine. It's done. It has taught you what you needed to know. You needed to learn about home base and it did the job. But episode two was awesome. It was better than perfect because it taught me, it reminded me once again, how important this mindset is. This done is better than perfect mindset. So if you ever listen to episode two again, you know, you may think it sounds just fine. I listen to it and think, yeah, it could have been better, but it's better than perfect because it's done. And it let me move on to episode three. So I hope that done is that is better than perfect is going to help you move on to bigger and better things in your life and get you out of feeling stuck. Okay, so here's your action for today. Because I love you and I want you to really integrate this mantra, I provided in the show notes a link to a place where you can download a couple of things. First of all, you can download a screenshot of done is better than perfect to keep on your phone. I think it's really important as we're learning to integrate new mindsets and beliefs and patterns and habits into our lives that we have a really good visual reminder to catch us because unconsciously we're going to slip back into perfectionism. How nice will it be if on your phone you have a screensaver that says done is better than perfect and just reminds you. So keep it up for a little bit. See if it helps. On that same link, you can also download a printable that you can hang up on your mirror. You can put it on your refrigerator, on the doors people go out, wherever you want to remind yourself and remind your family to help you kind of come out of that perfectionism when you get tempted to, you know, paint yourself into that corner a little bit. Okay, so I hope that helps. I hope you love this conversation. I think it's a really important one. It's one I'd like to continue having with you. Again, I'm just going to let you know if you have questions coming up as you're listening to this, if you need a little more clarity, this is where you're going to want to come to the Life Organized Membership. This is where we can give continued coaching and kind of help you implement and tweak 
things so that they work for you in your life. So be sure to check that out. The link is in the show notes. We're starting January 2023 and we're going to just start organizing your life. We'll start with your space and your time, move on to your personal life and time management, all of the things, all of it. It's going to be amazing. So I hope you'll check that out. All right. Next time you feel stuck in perfectionism, what are you going to tell yourself? Done is better than perfect. I hope you just were able to fill in the blanks of that that's starting to be yours. You're starting to plant that seed to replace that root of perfectionism. I'm so happy to hear you doing that. Okay, have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. 